You're listening to the Performance Group Podcast, a place to listen, learn, and get to know the unseen heroes of our local community. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sean Kirby, and on the Performance Group Podcast, we make it our mission to learn from those around us and shed light on our local community. If you're new to the show, we have spoken to business leaders, community, organizers, friends, and family. And before we jump in today, I hope to ask you for a favor. If you could please just take one second to hit subscribe and share our posts. It would mean a whole lot to me, our team here at the Performance Group, and our amazing guests on today's show. Welcome to the Performance Group Podcast. My name is Sean Kirby, and on today's episode of the Performance Group Podcast, I am joined by the one, the only, Mr. John Williams, a new business account executive at United Healthcare Services, Inc. Um, I have uh, invited John on today to talk about something specific, something every small business owner wants to talk about, the most wonderful thing anyone can even think to talk about, especially during this open enrollment period, healthcare. John, thank you for coming on. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate your time today. Absolutely. Thank you for yours. Um, today is the day before Thanksgiving, so I am thankful and grateful that you took the time to come and see us. Absolutely. So let's, um, let's jump into it. So kind of talk to me about, um, you know, your role, and then we'll kind of we'll, we'll start the process on kind of the questioning. Yeah. So I'm a new business account executive with United Healthcare. I work with uh, independent agents and their clients uh, trying to find uh, the most appropriate program uh, for their employees. And uh, I kind of make the analogy, I'm, I'm the welcoming committee of United Healthcare. So uh, bring people in and then we have a team behind us that uh, handles kind of the servicing and ongoing aspects uh, of a healthcare policy. How long you been in the business of healthcare? Oh boy, that's uh, you're dating me on this one. So, um, probably about 16, 17 years. So, in those 17 years, um, there's been a lot of changes. What do you think is probably fundamentally the largest change you, you've seen from your side? Uh, the largest change was the Affordable Care Act passed back in 2014. That, uh, that definitely put um, a big curveball in, uh, I would say, the small business world. It, uh, it did some very positive things. Um, it also had some negative aspects to it as well that, frankly, we're starting to see now, which is kind of funny. They put uh, a law into place, and we're just now starting to see some of the repercussions of that. And uh, part of the reason is uh, you, you keep hearing about, well, I've got a grandfathered plan or a grandmothered plan. Uh, they've the, the old comment, uh, if, if you have your plan, you like your plan, you can keep it. So it, it allowed people to stay on these old policies and um, they could renew them. They could be medically underwritten as a small business. And, you know, it, it was supposed to expire, but every year it seems to be uh, it keeps getting extended one more year. And so really what that means is you have uh, small businesses that can be rated on risk or you have what's called community rating. Community rating is um, it's kind of trying to lump all small businesses together and give rates based upon a geographic region or age. So you can't rate on risk and uh, you can't rate on gender. There's, there's a lot of things that you're not able to rate on. It's mainly just 
uh, your zip code and um, your age. It's pretty crazy. Um, I think that it's always been, I wouldn't say necessarily a bad word. Healthcare has never been a bad word or health insurance maybe has been a bad word for self-employed people for a long time. Um, but we, we sit down with a lot of clients now and people are scared to even have the conversation since they put the, um, affordable care act into place. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a very expensive item. It's confusing. It's a foreign language. And, uh, as a result, I mean, it's, it's a frustrating thing. So in order to have, uh, just some transparency, it's really good to have a good advocate on your side who really kind of understands the nuances and, you know, it is tough for small businesses. Uh, I'll be the first person to admit that. I mean, the costs, uh, they, they keep going up. And um, at, at one point, could it plateau? Uh, I sure hope so. But, uh, you know, with advances in medicine and um, just new medical items coming to market, uh, it's amazing, but there's usually a cost associated with it. And, uh, you know, it unfortunately is not going, uh, it goes up every single day, every single year. Mm -hmm. Um, so talk about this, uh, the chamber program that United healthcare has kind of put into place to curb some of not only the cost, but, uh, rally around small business. Mm -hmm. So, uh, United healthcare has had this product line for several years now, and it's, uh, it's on our all savers platform, which it's funny. It's actually being rebranded, uh, as we speak, um, starting 11, one, any new cases, it's going to be put, uh, it's going to be called UHC level funding, which same product, same everything. It's just different name. And, um, but th the product is, uh, designed specifically for small businesses and it's really to get around uh, community rating. So <clears throat> we, we talked about the Affordable Care Act when it passed and trying to lump a lot of these smaller groups together to get uh, better pricing. And, you know, it, it works in a short-term aspect, but over time, what happens is that the healthier business, the preferred risk, ends up leaving to go to a product that can be risk underrated to get better pricing, like all savers. And then this community rated pool is basically kind of sitting here and it almost turns into a high risk health pool. And that's what we're kind of starting to see right now. And so this product line with all savers, it, it's technically on a self-funded platform for employees. So it gets around um, having to uh, be community rated. So now a carrier can actually underwrite based upon risk. And so the All Savers platform, um, like I said, it's been around for quite a while now. And uh, what we're doing is we're teaming up um, with different chambers throughout the state of Indiana uh, to be kind of an endorsed product and the local communities. And uh, once again, it's really focusing in on those small business employers. and. You know, it, it's a product that, you know, it, it may not be right for that person today, but it could be tomorrow. And the reason why I say that is because of the risk of a group, you may have that um, employer that says, you know what, I've got some health risk within my population. Community rates is what works for me today. Uh, but you know what, over time, things clean up, um, employees come and go. And as a result, you know, this could be a product for those, once again, 
more preferred risks where you can get a lower price point um, with still keeping the integrity of a plan uh, with rich benefits. How does the uh, underwriting process work um, for those employers who maybe have never looked into it because they're just worried or mm -hmm. they don't maybe have somebody who's in their corner showing them, you know, the ropes? So there's a couple different ways of underwriting. Um, larger cases, so if you have 10 enrolled employees or more, we can actually uh, underwrite off of a uh, census spreadsheet that kind of goes into um, really everyone who's on the plan. And uh, we would just need legal names, genders, uh, dates of birth and home zip code. And uh, we actually use a Milliman tool that extracts pharmacy information. And from there, we can pretty much uh, back end what conditions uh, people may have. And so we can come up with a risk factor that way. And so those are on some of those larger groups, but uh, under 10 employees, uh, we would need individual health questionnaires answered. And um, there's different ways that you can do that. Um, there's software out there where uh, people can actually just fill out health questionnaires uh, online or uh, there's the good old fashioned paper applications. Yeah, those are going by the wayside, aren't they? Uh, slowly but surely, but uh, some people still like them. Well, so, and, and it gives people definitely the opportunity to grow within the plan, too. Correct. Um, or is, is there a limit? I think it's two, right? You have to have two full time employees in order to qualify for this program. Correct. Uh, and that is a very new item and it's, uh, it's very unique. Uh, typically this product only went down to five enrolled employees, but uh, with a lot of discussions with the executives at all savers, uh, we're actually one of the few States across the country that's uh, able to go down to two employees. And um, you know, there are a few little caveats to it uh, because, you know, we see a lot of small businesses come to us and say, okay, well, it's myself and my wife. We're both employees. Can we be considered a small group? And it, the interpretation with United Healthcare is that a husband and wife um, are not, you know, technically a group policy. It's it's a husband wife group, and so it's their interpretation of an ERISA law. And um, unfortunately, we see a lot of those come to us, and we don't do husband wife groups, but. If you have the owner and then there's a W-2 employee, perfect. We, we got you covered. The key yeah. is having that uh, common law W-2 employee. Well, and I think um, it allows for the growth because you look at where we are today. It's a talent, you know, disparity or disparity where people just can't get and attract people without having the benefit option. So this allows young or lower end employers to offer benefits, which just attracts and keeps good people. You know, that's something that is, uh, I think, a very important item. I mean, right now you can go drive around town and out in front of just about any employer, you're going to see a um, now hiring or, you know, wanted sign. So um, one of the most common things that is coming up is, do you offer benefits? And you're right, Sean. I mean, that is extremely important for an employer to be able to offer something because that's what employees want. Um, you know, it's, it's not so much of an employer-driven market anymore. It's, you know, employees are um, starting to demand things. And uh, yeah, healthcare is, is kind of top on the list. 
Yeah, for that small employer that maybe, you know, they're looking to expand from two to three, three to four, four to five, but they've never actually had healthcare and they don't even know how to associate cost or they can't even think it through. What is, um, you know, and this is obviously, if it's an underwritten product, it's a little bit harder. Um, what's kind of the, the price range and you can give a you know dollar per hour um, price to where an employer can feel comfortable making those, you know, next step decisions, maybe not buying today, but what does it take to underwrite the product now that I know the costs associated? Well, kind of going back, I mean, to underwrite the product, uh, you know, it is the health application. So it really does depend on um, the group and the demographics. So it, it's tough to say, okay, what it could actually cost. Uh, so we have the underwritten product, but specifically with the chambers, you know, we are able to discount our products uh, up to 5%. Um, just with the relationships. So once again, we're, we're really trying to get into the communities uh, throughout the state and, and, and really kind of promote this product. And, you know, small businesses, they're the voice of the community. Um, they're the backbone. And so we want to make sure that uh, they, they have a product that they can offer to, you know, attract and retain employees. Absolutely. And that 5% um, adds up to a heck of a lot more than your chamber membership costs. Uh, by far. And, uh, you know, there's actually additional discounts that we can kind of add on to um, when you pair up, we'll just say we call them ancillary lines. So if you wanted to have dental insurance, vision insurance, life, so we can really kind of create a whole package portfolio that uh, really does make it simple for an employer. So number one, they don't have to deal with multiple vendors. You know, small businesses, uh, an owner or a HR person, I mean, they got to wear so many different hats. And so if you can actually uh, create something that is very simple for the employer, um, it gives them uh, time back in their day to dedicate on what they do best. And uh, it's whatever, you know, industry they do. Because uh, once again, they don't want to be in the healthcare world full time. That, that's my job. Um, that's your job, Sean, or you do it part of the time, right? I know yeah. you do a few things. <laughs> yeah, we, we do. Well, similar. It's the same idea is, you know, people who are attracted to our, our business and our service are the people that want to do a lot of things in one spot. So we try to make it as easy as we can on, you know, our clients to be able to do a lot of things at once and have, you know, expert advice all the way through. So that's the beautiful thing. And something definitely you and I are going to talk, you know, off air about is the things we can offer not only to our clients, but hopefully the community for people to realize that, you know, we can attract and keep good people in Madison County through our chamber, through, you know, these healthcare options, because that's their make or break that um, a lot of employers are facing right now. You know, they're losing people to, you know, I want a W-2 and I want my benefits. People aren't willing to, you know, work without those anymore. They're just mm -hmm. risk adverse in today's work. And they don't have to. I mean, there's no. so many jobs. Everybody's hiring. Yep, very true. Another great feature that is, uh, I think, really important because it kind of goes back to cost. And, you know, no one person has the same needs for insurance benefits. Some people really like health savings account options. Some people like to have kind of those copay plans with a prescription drug card. Um, we don't force one, uh, one plan design at someone. So there is a large portfolio of products. And um, you can really kind of have it on an a la carte basis. So you can pick and choose as many plan designs as you would like. Uh, so if you have that person that says, you know what, I really want that really low premium because you know what, I do have to pay a portion of my health insurance. 
I want the lowest premium. I'm fine with that exposure of having the higher deductible. I really want to have that health savings account piece uh, because I like the, the tax breaks from it. That's great. You know, do that. But then you might have that employee that says, I really, I, I don't want to have that high exposure. I want to have more of a rich plan and I'm willing to pay for it. Perfect. Do it. Um, I think that is a very unique component uh, with the All Savers platform is, you know, it's, it's almost like a complete um, private exchange where you can kind of pick and choose what you want. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's all about giving choices and letting people kind of choose their own risk tolerance because when there are so many dollars associated with it, it can get kind of tough. Mm-hmm. Um, so with the uh, All Savers program, uh, say you have a two employee small business and somebody's health doesn't qualify for the All Savers. They immediately just, there's still an option within the the chamber for this or how does that work? I know it's the community pool. Right. So if someone, um, cause yes, uh, all savers can technically decline, uh, due to high risk. And, you know, if that's the case, you know, those are the groups that are going to be, um, they're going to benefit from community rating and, you know, that's why it's there. And, you know, we do have our United Healthcare community rated product and, um, you know, we, we'd be happy to show um, options on both both sides of the table. So we actually have a um, quoting tool that we allow agents to utilize and it's called Benefitter. Uh, it's a quote aggregator. And what it does is it'll pull in um, quotes from United Healthcare community rated as well as all savers, but it actually pulls in uh, other carriers as well. So, you know, we want to make sure that uh, these employers are getting the best value for their health care. And so, you know, like I said earlier, if it's not a fit today, you know, we hope it is tomorrow. And please let us, you know, look at your policy tomorrow um, because it is expensive and we understand that. And uh, we want to make sure that people are getting what's right for them. So that tool is Benefitter. And like I said, uh, independent agents should be familiar with it. Uh, it's something that uh, United Healthcare actually provides uh, to our agency partners to utilize. Absolutely. So let's, um, let's kind of run through, I've got this whole list when I sat through a, uh, a piece at the chamber the other day. I know you guys have also a program for wellness programs to whether you're is that the rally program? Am I looking at the right page here? We've got a few of them. Rally is one of them. Okay. Kind of uh, talk to us about what a wellness program is, especially for small business who you know, maybe not be in healthcare yet, or, you know, mm-hmm. they're starting to dip their toe in the water. So wellness programs, just uh, high level. It's, it's a way of trying to keep your employee workforce living a healthier lifestyle. Um, that is, that is a, key motto of United Healthcare is helping people live healthier lives. And um, we want to make sure that we have tools available to people to, to really uh, focus in on their lifestyles, and whether it be nutrition, exercise, uh, the emotional aspects, uh, a lot of the mental health aspects. So um, you know, everyone thinks wellness and it's, uh, you know, the, the eating right and the exercise, which yes, is a big part of it, but you know, the mental aspect is, is another huge component of it that, you know, I think it's now starting to really come to fruition what people are talking about more mental health. 
And so uh, the rally program is a, it's a voluntary program. So it's not like it's mandatory, but what it does is it gives you a great blueprint on, you know, what are your goals uh, from, from a employee perspective? So, you know, you can say, okay, I, I want to focus in on, you know, yeah, having more activity in my day. Uh, I'm at a computer majority of the day, especially during fourth quarter. And, uh, you know, there's, you know, technology available where I can get an alert on my phone saying, you know, you've been sitting at your desk for five hours, get up and move around. And once again, that's a very important part of your, your wellness, because once again, you do need to get up. You do need to move. You, you kind of need to, to almost like refocus in. And by doing that, I mean, me personally, I find that I work more efficiently when I do that. If I sit at the computer for eight, 10 hours a day, by the end of the day, I'm, I'm bogged down and slow. Uh, but if I can break up my day and have those little kind of spurts of, you know, something different to do and, and a movement, I do work a lot more efficiently. And so, you know, you can have those different type of goals and, and everyone's goals are going to be different. Uh, some person might want to focus more on nutrition. Um, once again, uh, someone else might say, you know what, I really need that kind of mental aspect. And, you know, there, there are these different goals. You can do it daily. You can do it weekly. Um, it's funny going through it. Uh, there was one that I noticed of a daily goal of doing something creative once a day. And it was like, yeah, for that person that really kind of needs um, to focus in on their kind of mental aspect. I mean, yeah, that, that's going to be an important item. So, uh, the rally program, like I said, it's a very broad, um, item. And I mean, there's, you can go different ways with it. Uh, and it, it can barely be customized to each individual person. And, uh, there's a mobile app attached to it. They actually have, uh, rewards where you can, um, earn, they call them rally coins, and those coins can be used to do anything from inner sweepstakes. You can uh, actually buy discounts. So uh, they may have a discount for the finish line or something usually health and wellness related. Uh, you can get a discount. Uh, on yeah, it doesn't give you a free cheeseburger. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> no, it goes the other direction. Yeah. Well, and I think the wellness programs make the most sense because, you know, if, if you're underwriting these you want to make sure you're you know rewarding good behavior so i think it's an amazing piece that you know healthcare is trying to take a little bit of this into their own hands mm -hmm. with preventative medicine preventative tools preventative actions and you know, i think i think that's you know the way of the future so um kind of going through the rest of this i mean i i love the idea i love the program i love the fact that it's you know targeted for small businesses and getting people more educated in um, it's not as hard as everybody else makes it out to be, I think, or it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be. I mean, you just got to find the right partners and people that are willing to, um, you know, vouch for you and walk you through the process. So is there anything that we didn't talk about to you that you wish we did talk about today, John? One more component of the wellness. Uh, Go ahead. The one that I think is probably the coolest one is uh, it's called uh, motion. And what it is, it's a complete turnkey uh, program. Uh, very simple. It's a walking program. And by signing up and participating in it, you can actually earn up to $3 per day 
Uh, and if you have a health savings account, that money will be deposited into an HSA account of your choice. Um, if you're on a copay style plan, uh, that money that you earn will actually reimburse any expenses you have on your health care uh, that's covered by the plan. So, you know, say you earn $50 through the program and you have a $50 expense uh, between like an office visit copay and a prescription drug copay. Uh, the carrier will actually send you a check for $50 to reimburse you for that expense by participating in this. And this program has actually, um, <laughs> make the analogy, it's, it's growing legs. Uh, they keep expanding it and they, they're integrating more and more things with it. And it, it's a very impressive uh, program. And there's a lot of statistics behind it that show that, you know, if you hit 10,000 steps throughout the course of a day, you will have fewer claims regardless of a chronic condition. Um, and th there's a lot of information behind it that says, okay, um, if you're that person that's hitting 10,000 steps a day uh, and you go in for a surgery, you're going to most likely heal faster. Um, you know, you have fewer illnesses. So the data is there and to, to, have it kind of get into the hands of employees and people in the community is extremely important because it, it is really creating a healthier environment by just getting up and moving. And it's the simplest thing, get up and move. Um, there's that uh, phrase, sitting is the new smoking. And, you know, it, it's true. People need to get up and move more. And it, it's very simple. So you can get up to $3 a day. There is uh, three different items. You have uh, your, they call it fit. So your frequency, intensity, and tenacity. You can get a dollar for each one. So hitting um, 3,000 steps in 30 minutes, which they equate to a brisk walk in the park. Uh, then you have the 10,000 steps throughout the course of a day. And then you have six five-minute walks. So you can earn a dollar for each one. So say you only get that 30-minute uh, walk in. Well, you can earn a dollar for that. Um, if you hit 10,000 steps throughout the course of a day, you, know, you got a dollar for that. Uh, if you have a spouse enrolled on the plan, the spouse is actually eligible for this program as well. And uh, once again, it's extremely simple to sign up for it. Uh, you enroll in the program. They have a baseline pedometer that they can send you. It's actually a Fitbit. Um, if you want a fancier version, you can actually buy up. So if you wanted a Garmin or an Apple Watch, uh, you know, you can get a discount on those because they give you a little activation credit. That activation credit will buy down the cost of an Apple Watch. And um, yeah, the key is just to get it set up and get moving. Yeah, especially I think um, implementation is the most important part with something like that is, mm -hmm. you know, you got to have somebody that's willing to lead the charge, whether that's an agent that comes in and teaches onboarding on how it works, or if that's somebody in office HR or somebody who wants to move anyways and says, hey, I'm doing this. This is my free time. If you want to you know, walk around the office with me during lunch, let's do it. I'll teach you how to, you know, order your Fitbit myself and we'll all pull on the same end of the string on trying to, nobody wants to pay any more for insurance if we can all avoid it. Correct. So trying to make the best out of a, 
I won't call it a bad situation, but make the best out of a situation. Yep. All right. Well, cool. Well, I love the motion program. Um, I love everything else. Uh, for employers, it says the renewal cap. Is that true? Correct. There is a potential renewal cap based upon uh, participation in that motion program. And uh, it's no walk in the park, but uh, it, it can be accomplished. And it is really kind of uh, diving into that program. But uh, yeah, you have an, a, a potential for a rate cap. Um, you, an employer does have the ability to get um, money back at the end of the year if their claims run well. So that's kind of a component of a self-funded product, or we like to call them level-funded products, is you know, you pay your premium every month. Well, if you don't really have any claims, there's a portion of it that you can earn back. Well, that's awesome. And yeah, it, then it, you know, creates good behaviors and all the other things. Money is a heck of a driver for most business owners. Yes, it is. All right. Well, John, if uh, people wanted to learn more about the program, um, one, you can reach out to me because John and I will have this conversation when we're done. Um, or two, if you wanted to talk to your current broker or who else? I would focus in on your current broker. If you don't have one, Sean, oh, Sean. I think you're a great resource. <laughs> Thanks, John. I appreciate that. No gun to your head there, but um, I appreciate <laughs> you, you, you putting us first. Yeah. But yeah, no, we'd be happy to walk through this with people. And um, now John is a resource that, you know, if I need to go back and listen to this podcast or if I need to call John or if we need to, you know, go all the way to the top and learn how this works with you, then I think we'll have an absolute blast solving problems. So, John, again, I appreciate it. I'm going to stop recording and um, I got a few more questions for you off air. Thanks, Sean. All right. We'll see you. All right. Hey, guys. Thank you again so much for your love and support of the Performance Group Podcast. For more information on the podcast, the Performance Group, or even our guests, feel free to reach out directly via our website, performancegroupindiana.com, or feel free to email me directly, which is sean at performancegroupindiana.com. We'll see you guys next week.